Friday, February 21st, 2020. Day 47. A day to not remember. <laughs> the day actually started out really nicely. I got up and did a solid 20 minutes on the elliptical, showered, and proceeded to have my favorite breakfast at the Holiday Inn and Express. It's standard. They have a number of options. My go-to is always the veggie white omelette. I was planning to have it with pancakes, but the pancake machine was absent. Hmm. So I had a whole wheat English muffin with butter. Seemed like half the thickness of a regular one. And turkey sausage. Oh, and a glass of orange juice. Oh, it was good. Though the muffin was meh. Pancake would have been better. I brought Stephen a yogurt for when he eventually gets up. Though we didn't have to check out until noon, we wanted to go to the Mandalay Bay Aquarium. Since we paid for parking for a full day, and after confirming permission at the front desk, we took the shuttle bus there and back. A little side note, be ready to tip your driver, about 2 to $4 per person. I think we gave about $2 each ride. The aquarium has a really cool structure, and quite a few things to see. I was interested to learn about piranhas. They're not as vicious as you'd expect. They control the size of their groups to about 50. So if they kept too many in the tank together, they would kill as many of each other as needed to keep their numbers at a certain point. In areas where there are piranhas, people actually swim with them. You just need to know when it's the right time. There are tiny fish, they're fast and vicious, that keep with the piranhas that actually distract them from attacking each other. We saw all kinds of creatures. Sharks, jellyfish, rays, starfish, a sea turtle, small gators, snakes, and even a Komodo dragon. They had some really neat displays, like the stingrays were kind of in this open area, well, some of them anyways, the ones that I guess were safe to touch. And there wasn't any glass or anything you could actually kneel over. And there was time periods where they would let people touch them. And other times when they would give the stingrays a break. They had really cool lighting in the jellyfish tank, which was kind of this pillar that you could walk around and really neat. The grand finale of the tour is the shark tank. There were a number of viewing areas and I was glad because a lot of kids came. I think there must have been some kind of school tour or something going on, but there was some neat variety. And then the last bit had a little tunnel type of tank where you could see the fish swim overhead. So you're seeing the shark teeth going over and that was pretty cool, but it was really hard to get pictures. So I struggled with that. After the reef, we decided to walk up the strip until we could get into the grand view. Our check-in time is 4 p.m. We walked by some pretty cool looking structures, including New York with the Statue of Liberty. Right by New York, or maybe it's part of it, we went to the Hershey's store, the world of chocolate. It was really cool, especially since I am a chocolate lover. Everything was way overpriced. Though there's plenty of chocolate, it's more like a chocolate souvenir shop. Tons of shirts, PJs, mugs, hats, etc. from all your favorite types of Hershey's chocolates. I was tempted to buy the massive Reese's peanut butter cups. Two for $20. And let me tell you, they were massive. But it's a hot day and they would have just melted. We also went to the M&M store, which has four floors. Crazy! The Coca-Cola store was right next to the M&M store, so we went in. But there are no pictures allowed in there. And they have lots of staff just standing there, watching you. I'm not comfortable in stores like that. We crossed over again. Hershey's is on one side of the street, Eminem on the other. 
and went inside an Italian place with all kinds of wonderful things. Fresh breads, restaurants, and what brought us in in the first place, cannolis and Nutella. Even though it was really pricey, I got a Nutella cannoli. It was so delicious and surprisingly filling, though I could have eaten tons more. <laughs> oh, by the way, that was my first time having a cannoli. I just had to try one. Oh, before we crossed the street, we went into an ABC store and got some orange juice and a bag of trail mix. We found a spot to sit and chow down because we were starving. We were so hungry. You may have noticed that we rarely go out to eat. So on these days when we're going on outings, we usually just <laughs> go hungry until we can get back to our abode. That or I make a lunch ahead of time. But when we're in a hotel, it's hard for me to prep a lunch. We were feeling pretty worn out and decided to start heading back to where the shuttle picks us up by the Mandalay Reef. We were able to take a short monorail from the castle, like Casino, Exalibur? To Mandalay Bay. We would have taken that in the first place if we had known about it. It's free. I think there are more of these along the strip, from certain hotels to others. We still need to see the Bellagio and other things, but that can wait. I was really looking forward to getting in the hot tub at the Grand View. So we eventually got to the massive resort. Seriously, it's huge. We finally found the building for check-in. Here's where the madness begins. Check-in seemed fine. We were with a young lady for checking my ID, etc. And then they forward you to the center desks for the parking. This man was a little difficult to understand. He seemed so nice and welcomed us while finding out a little bit about us. Married, first time here at the Grandview and in Vegas. Targets. He said for people's first time they give specials, like a free breakfast or lunch for the following day. Then, so we don't have to wait in line, because he didn't want that for us. We could do a survey of the accommodations and get a $100 gift card. We would put down a $20 deposit for our seat, so really it was an $80 Visa gift card. So, free lunch buffet, fill out a survey, and get $80. Uh, sign me up! Apparently, Stephen didn't know what was going on and couldn't hear the man. So we proceeded to our room with a few items in hand. There weren't any trolleys for us to use, so we handled all our luggage by hand. I immediately unpacked the kitchen and cleaned the utensils and utensil holder. We noticed the family above us making some noise. Oh no, not another Sonder experience. Stephen also began to realize what I had signed up for and how he wouldn't be able to eat. Tensions were rising. Stephen took a nap while I sat in the living room, losing my ability to cope since I didn't know what to do. I heard our neighbors moving in. Oh no, a loud group of guys, evidently here to party. I knew this was going to be the straw that broke the camel's back. To make matters worse, the phone rang. A gentleman wanted to confirm our attendance at tomorrow's event, luncheon. At this time, Stephen had already said he wouldn't be going, but I didn't know both partners had to be present. So I confirmed that I would be coming. Stephen was still asleep. I didn't want to bother him. Sometimes I don't know why I do what I do. So I had to get the guts to call and cancel. I would lose the $20. Hmm. As the noise continued, Stephen called to see what arrangements could be made. So I decided to start packing everything back up. Oh, joy. Stephen did a great job talking to a manager on the phone and got us relocated two floors up. They said to call when we were ready and someone from security would come help us bring a trolley, swap keys, etc. So we brought all our stuff into the hallway. I thought I might as well get a trolley since I wasn't sure it would all fit. But it did! 
Still, no one from security was to be found. We waited awkwardly by the elevators for a long time. We needed to take action. So Stephen called again and said he would come and do the swap. So I sat, watching our stuff, smiling as the guests walked by me with puzzled looks on their faces. Okay, here's where things start to improve. Stephen came back with our new set of keys and, to my surprise, a receipt for the return of $20 to my credit card. Yay! He got our money back. And yes, he played the cancer card. And still, the guy tried to sell to him. Like, dude, I might not be alive next year. <laughs> I might not be alive in a few months. Stop trying to sell to me. <sighs> I have no idea what kind of vocal impression I just did, but that sounds nothing like my husband. I have felt so violated by these deceiving people, both in LA and now here. The guy at the desk never once mentioned that there would be salespeople trying to sell us a timeshare. These experiences have not left a good impression at all. I'm a very optimistic person, and these experiences are turning me into a pessimist, and I hate that. I hate not being able to trust anyone and giving everyone dirty looks just so they leave me alone and don't try to get, you know, a sale out of me. I'm just, I hate that. I really thought the old sales ways were like done with. I didn't know there were places in the world that still use these dirty sales tactics. It's crazy. It's criminal. You've been struck by a smooth criminal. Yeah, I still got Michael Jackson on the brain. I was worried when we got to the ninth floor and I could hear partiers, but we couldn't hear them from within our room. So yay, thank you. I didn't dare unpack anything. <laughs> That's a job for tomorrow. So supper was chips, cereal, and what was left of the trail mix. That's a hearty meal for you. Nothing like a bit of drama for your day, right? Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. I'll see you next time.